0: Hello and welcome to Great Ridge Station, a place to sit back and relax while you're waiting for your train to board. I'm your host, Sam Helgerson, and I'm pretty much a fixture around these parts. This is a special series, a field guide for Christian leaders. We're reaching back over 1,500 years to bring you a leadership classic from St. Gregory the Great, a week-by-week look at timeless wisdom from the past. Thanks for stopping in on your way through. I wanted to start this episode with a catchy soundbite, but nothing came to mind. (gasps) (laughs) Survey says you're an idiot! Okay, that was the only thing that came to mind. But has it ever occurred to you that the thing that we want to pursue, leadership, starts to weaken us as soon as we step into it? It takes a lot of effort to stay self-aware and keep ourselves in check, especially when so much is expected of us. We need to take the time to be self-reflective. And all of that leads us to Section 2. And now, the Lexeme of the Day. Elation. Today's word is elation, and it is another of St. Gregory's many names for pride. We don't think much about pride these days, and we're pretty likely to call it something like a good self-image. Well, Gregory was very concerned about pride. He knew it to be a deadly, destructive sin that would lead to judgment, and he's dead serious about it. Elation is the sin of being puffed up and impressed with ourselves, so much that it lifts us up to dangerous levels of self-centered pride. Now, that's not usually what we mean when we say, I was elated. We generally mean indescribably happy, but in Gregory's vocabulary, elation means more like, I'm indescribably better than you. Hmm. So, let's see what Gregory has to say in section three. The Field Guide for Christian Leaders In general, leadership weakens the mind. Often, taking on a spiritual leadership role distracts the heart, sending it in many directions at once. We can feel overwhelmed by circumstances, and at the same time confused by a thousand things to do. This is why the wise man says, My son, don't meddle in many matters. You can't focus on the main part of your work if you're continually spreading your attention around and focusing on various other interests. When your mind is distracted by some new thing, the fear of God evaporates as you worry about how to handle it. Your mind knows how to think of unlimited things, but it has no idea how to bridle itself. When you let your mind wander to things other than what God has called you to do, it's like you're on a road trip, only to realize you're heading someplace other than you intended. Worst of all, when you're like that, your mind is oblivious to everything that you're wasting. You have no idea that the distraction has stolen even your self-awareness. In Second Kings chapter 20, Hezekiah had no clue that he was sinning when he showed off his wealth to the foreign visitors. He fell under God's judgment carrying his offspring with him, when he thought that he was actually acting lawfully. When means are abundant, we find ways to get others to look up to us. Our mind finds ways to be proud, and while we may not be falling into outright sin, it still provokes the anger of the judge. Think about it. The one who judges us is within us, and so is the very thing worthy of judgment. We cannot escape the eyes of the judge, even when everyone around us views us as righteous. In Daniel chapter 4, the king of Babylon was prideful and guilty even before he spoke his prideful words, and the prophet rebuked him. His pride vanished, and he was already freed from his guilt when he proclaimed to all the nations the power of the God he had offended. That didn't last long. Impressed by the success of his reign, he rejoiced in his own wisdom and actions. His prideful mind caused him to say, Is not this great Babylon which I have built for my royal dwelling place, built by the might of my power and the glory of my majesty? Uh, as soon as he said it, he fell immediately under God's judgment and under God's wrath. What God sees in the hidden places of our hearts, he sometimes rebukes publicly and God turned the king into an irrational animal, separated him from society, and made him lose even his identity as a man. In exploring these things, we are not finding fault with dominion, that is, leadership power. The brokenness of our heart makes us covet it. That's why we must be careful who we appoint to any role of leadership— We don't want the imperfect to pursue a role beyond their ability to fill. You don't let someone who stumbles on flat ground lead others along a rocky precipice. And now, it's time to stand before the Mirror of Truth. And there it is, Book 1, Chapter 4. Who would have thought that leadership could be such a problem? Yeah, I thought once I made it to that role, I was good. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Survey says you're an idiot. Yeah, thanks. Um, it's time to pull out the mirror of truth and have a look. Are there any areas in your life where you are elated, over with yourself? Are those things giving you blind spots in key areas of your life? When I was a kid... If I had done something wrong, my dad would isolate me. He did not make me stand in the corner. He made me sit on a chair and think about what I'd done. At the time, I hated it, but it's actually served me well. I still do that from time to time, and with a lot of prayer in the process. Take the time to look yourself in the eye and think about your own attitude. Is the fact that you are good at your work making you compromise in other areas? Okay, even if you're not compromising, are you missing the things that God wants to teach you? Well, in honor of my dad, let me say I want you to sit there and think about what you've done. You know, if you don't do this step, you'll wind up fooling yourself. But the truth will come out one way or another. Thanks for joining us at Great Ridge Station. As the train boards and rolls on to its next destination we hope you found your time here helpful. The paraphrase of St. Gregory's work, along with supporting content, was developed by Dr. Sam Helgerson. As always, our sound engineer is Brick Martin. The opening music is from Guy Lombardo, Down by the River. And the closing music is from Javier Cugat, Brazil. Great Ridge Station is a service of Great Ridge Group, LLC. Stay with us on this, we're eagerly awaiting your next visit to Great Ridge Station.